after a couple dates, you know, we finally got the courage to kind of like sit sit really close, you know, hold hands and stuff like that. And um, it was really cute. It was kind of like when you have like your first like middle school crush and you're trying to like, you're so nervous, like you're trying to maneuver your way around. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got the courage. So, you know, we're holding hands, we're putting our arms around each other, we're cuddling, you know, da da da. And I think it was like the third or fourth date that She's walking me in my car. She's walking me in my car, and she, uh, she was like, "Hey!" And it, it's nighttime. Like we went out to the. Uh, her friend actually had um, uh, been the mean bartender at a bar, so she would let us in after hours, and and it would just be us and her friends, and they would just have some drinks and uh, on the house and just hang out on the these benches, and we would just um dance, and you know it was a club, so uh, it's nighttime, and she's walking me in my car, and. Uh, she was like, come here for a second. I was like, oh, okay. She was like, I need you to close your eyes. And I'm like, oh, what for? And I always would make this joke to her that because I met her online, like she was going to be one of those like serial killers that you meet online that you see on like crime shows. So she tells me to close my eyes. And I'm like, is this the part where you kill me? And she always thought that was funny. Uh, Cause I made that joke to her like months, like for months, because she was like, when are you ever going to get over the fact that like, I'm not going to kill you. Like I'm not a serial killer. And I'm like, listen, man, I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, she, she's like, close your eyes. And I'm like, all right. She was like, I have something for you. Like, I have a gift for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, um, thank you. And like, she already had the habit of, of giving me a lot of gifts. She was like a gift giver type of person. Like, that's kind of how she showed her love because she was too nervous to be like physical yet. Like, I remember she, and I still have it to this day. Uh, she got me a bracelet that um, had the pride flag on it like it was a braided bracelet um that when you pulled it it showed the rainbow colors braided into the bracelet and I still have it to this day and it's it's one of my favorite things so I thank her for that um and I hear her like I, sh- I shut my eyes and I'm like okay I trust you and I hear her like go into her car and shut the door and she was like kind of just like hanging around and like you know when you shut your eyes or like you can't see somebody but you know that they're there like you can feel exactly how far away they are from you especially when they're close so I could sense that she's right in front of me and you know minutes go by and I'm just like okay I'm like did you get a knife out of the car you're gonna stab me (laughs) like I'm getting weird (laughs) like and she was like no no like and and basically it came out that like she didn't know how to go about it, so she lied to me saying that she had to give me a present, but she actually wanted me to close my eyes because she wanted to kiss me, but she didn't know how to go about it, which I thought was the sweetest, sweetest thing, um, and I kind of already know. I'm like, this girl wants to kiss me. She doesn't have a gift, and I'm totally down for it, and she was like, oh, shoot, now I look like a fucking idiot. Like, I felt so bad for her. She was like, I look stupid. And I'm like, no, 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 I'll close my eyes and you take as long as you want. And I remember standing outside with her for like at least 25 minutes. And she, I could hear her because the ground we were on was gravel. So I could hear her like pacing back and forth and being like, I'm so dumb. Like, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm so nervous, but I really want to. I just like she's just like shitting on herself and I was like this is hilarious and she was like it really is so it was starting to get cold um and I was like all right let's just go hang out in the car and and let's see if you can do it in the car and I was like maybe if we sit closer to each other and we're sitting in the car and you know she looks so nice and she looks 
so gorgeous and just like everything that I like in a woman and we're sitting close to each other in a car and she's like I can't I'm sorry like I'm so nervous like I, I can't lean in like I'm just like my body won't let me like I really want to and I'm just being a pussy right now I'm so sorry and I was like oh no it's okay and I noticed that from where I was sitting in the back seat my side mirror of my car was actually there was a light that was bouncing off it and going into my eyes like I'm not even kidding and she still thought that like this day that I'm like lying to her and I'm like no no this actually happened and I was I'm like I'm gonna move over real quick I'm like because this light is shining my eye and I'm I'm being blinded and she's like okay so I scoot even closer to her and as I'm scooting over I literally just like look at her and lean in like I and it's it, I did it in like such like a swift motion. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I did it in such a swift motion where like as I was leaning over to like kind of come back to center sitting up, I just leaned in and like I like put my hand on the side of her face and just kissed her. I remember she had such soft lips and it was so nice. And she was like, damn, that was smooth. But, um, you know, now I feel like a pussy because I didn't do it. And I was like, no, no, like it's one for the books. Yeah, so that date went really well. I was really happy, and I knew that I liked women. So it was really nice to kind of, like, finally have something set in stone. But I hadn't come out yet. And (laughs) I remember, like, being so nervous on some of the dates. Like, I remember on one of the dates, I actually was so nervous that I was driving too fast, and I wound up hitting a curb, and my hubcap came off in the middle of the street, (laughs) and she had to go into the street and get the hubcap. Like, it was crazy. So... Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, if you go on a date with someone that, that you know, you're experimenting with or whatever and you're super nervous, believe me, I have done worse than you. There was a time when we were on a date and I, I literally backed up into somebody's car because I was so nervous. Like, it's okay. So anyway, what I'm trying to get, because I know this is getting really, really long, but eventually, you know, we've been dating for months and I remember she asked me on my 20th birthday, um, you know, I was 19 when, when we met and now on my 20th birthday and she was a year younger than me, actually. So she's 18, I'm 19, now I'm 20, and she's going to be 19. She asked me on my 20th birthday, um, I pick up from work, and she worked really, really long hours at a, at a mansion um, as like a major deed type thing. And she was like, can we make it official? Like, I really, really like you. I really just want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, so elated. I was so happy. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like kissing her, kissing her. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy you asked because I was too nervous to ask. And I was like, thank you so much. And I was like, and we were like really happy and I wound up going home. And now if you guys remember what I said about the diary, I am keeping track of from the first day all the way to this, I am keeping track of every moment of this experience because I thought it would be really, really nice to, you know, one day maybe, because I save a lot of important stuff. I have a box in my room that I save that I know I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. I really thought putting the diary in there would be really awesome because I could look back on those writings of how amazing it was with my first girl relationship and eventually the girl that I would little you know, to me, I, I would fall in love with eventually. And yes, yeah, so I was keeping track of every single moment. So there was a time where, you know, like right after my 20th birthday, I think I was out of the house or something. I was definitely out of the house. I think I was at work. And um, my mom had found the diary because I had been staying up all night writing about her. And I had left the diary 
it wasn't open. It was kind of like when you when you put a pen in a book and then you close it. It's just like marked open, you know, and I slid it underneath my sheets. But when I got out of bed, I guess it was halfway out of the sheets. And so I was out of the house and my mom, parents, if you're listening or anyone listening, you know, it is never okay for you to go through your kid's shit uh, without proper reasoning, especially if you know it's a private diary and your kid's 20 years old, please leave it alone. That's their personal writings and it's none of your business. Um, some people might disagree with me, but it's absolutely none of your business for you to read it, especially when it's closed and it's under a sheet and it looks like it does not need to be read. You know, I always argue with my mom, like, I'm not suicidal. There's no reason why you should be checking up on me like that or snooping through my room. Yes, my mom went snooping through my room one day. God knows why. And she read the diary and she saw names. Um, she saw this girl's name. Um, in hearts, you know, because I was like a little schoolgirl. I liked her a lot. And me and her have been dating for months at this point, and I just kept lying. She actually went to my house at one point to change out of her clothes, and I introduced her to my parents as a friend. And this was early on, you know, I didn't want to just throw that on them. And they actually had her over for dinner. So, like, you can imagine when my mom read this, she was pissed. Um, so the next day, I have no idea that she read this. So the next day, you know, I had gone out on a date with her. And at this point, you know, months in, I'm sexually active with, with her. She's my girlfriend. We have sex. Like, it's, it's amazing. And, um, you know, I'm fully bi. I, t- I tell everybody. I told my, my dad's brother. And the, people, the only people that I haven't told yet are really my parents and my brother. You know, the immediate family that I have living in my house. My girlfriend actually had left. Both of us accidentally have le- had left hickeys on one another. A total accident. <laughs> I covered everything up and and it was it was on like the the middle ish of my chest um and it was like right on the line of like where my work shirt you know I had to wear a collared polo shirt would would cover so I kind of put a little bit of stuff on it not a lot because I didn't want to get on the shirt and the next morning I'm getting up to go to work I have the shirt on and I pick up my dog and I'm talking to my mom my mom's acting like she doesn't know anything just asking me questions you know how was last night and I pick up my dog, and my dog, um, his paw, like, goes into, like, the button-up area of the polo, which is com- completely unbuttoned, almost, like, looking like a v-neck. And I guess when I put the dog down, the dog's paw, like, kind of, it didn't kind of, it did. It pulled my shirt down to reveal the hickeys on my chest that I did not cover, really. And my mom saw them and she was, and she kind of put two and two together. Again, I have no idea that she read this diary and she knew that I was out with a girl last night um, that I lied and said was one of my coworkers. And she got furious. She was like, is that a hickey? And I was like, I just was like, uh, I went into shock mode. I was not ready to deal with it whatsoever. And I just kind of grabbed my keys and I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm going to go to work. I'll see you later. Like I literally just like ran out of the house. And she was like, no, come back here. Like, she was furious, fuming. She was like, I know you were out with that girl so-and-so last night. I'm not going to put her name on here. But um, I know you were out with her last night. Is she doing this? You you better not be gay. And that stuck with me. I was like, whoa, what did you say? And she was like, you better not be gay. And she yelled that from from the front of the house and there were people outside and I was so embarrassed like there was a guy walking his I remember vividly there was a guy walking his dog when she yelled that and that guy must have been like what the fuck and I was like bye mom I'll see you when I'm home from work and I remember going to my waitress I was a waitress at this point and I remember like crying 
to the waitresses and I was like you know it was the morning so nobody was really there and all of them gave me hugs and they were like it's gonna be okay and I'm like I gotta go home after this and my mom's gonna kill me and they're like it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay I stayed out so late that night to make sure that when I got home she was she was sleeping and that she was not gonna hear me because I was petrified she told my dad at this point and you know she was really bad so I I go to bed I get home really really late get home probably around like two three o'clock in the morning um I wake up the next morning and you know my my dad's not in the house it was my my day off my dad's not in the house my brother's not in the house and it's just my mom the most afraid I have ever been and it's not even that I was she would never hit me nothing like that and I love my mother to death and we still have a good relationship but I was terrified because I was like this is the day where my mom's gonna kill me and and again I have no idea that she read this diary so I'm thinking maybe she could maybe I could pass this off as something tell her tell her I was with a guy from work um and I get downstairs and I wear a shirt that show the hickeys because I was like screw it she's gonna ask to see them anyway and she was pissed she's like why are you wearing that around the house like furious and I go down the stairs and she's waiting for me on the couch silently and it's on the couch that has the her back towards me and I'm like this is where I'm gonna die (laughs) and um I come down the stairs the house is like you hear a pin drop and I know there's nobody in this house to back me up so it's just me and my mom and I'm petrified and she, I, I come around to her and she tells me to sit down like very angrily she's like sit down and she sees I have a shirt on that a v-neck that shows the hickeys and she was like how dare you walk around my house like that and I go well I thought you were gonna ask to see them anyway so I might as well wear a shirt that shows them like and I didn't say it in a disrespectful manner but I was like if you want I know you're gonna want to see them so I'm just showing you so I don't have to be degraded and you know unbutton my shirt or lift my shirt up um she tells me all in all and I know this is really long but I just kind of want to get this out to you guys so you guys know that this stuff still happens so this is this point where she I could see that she's fuming she tells me that she read my diary and at this point I'm furious but I'm also horribly upset because now she knows she knows and I gotta I'm not ready like I'm not ready to come out like I'm being outed right now and what nobody if nobody knows what outed means outed means that somebody forces you to come out or tells people that they come out for you if you will and they tell people before you do and I was like mom I was like mom I'm crying at this point really bad I was like mom I'm bisexual I've been seeing so-and-so for a few months now and I really like her and I've always felt this way and I'm sorry that I lied but I, I didn't feel ready yet, so I did it to keep everyone safe before I really knew. And I was going to, but I wasn't ready yet. And I'm sorry. And my mom went off. She didn't care anything about my apology. She didn't believe I was bisexual. She flipped out on me. She was like, you're not that. I know my daughter. You're not bisexual. And I'm quoting things that she said. I'm not just making this shit up. She said, she said things like, I know my daughter and I've seen you since birth and you have never given any signs or inkling that you like girls, which I want to talk to you guys about that. You don't need to show signs, quote unquote, that you like a certain sex. Like I need people to get over that because you can completely hide the fact that you're gay or bi 
like totally it just takes a lot of acting skills but you could totally hide it you don't need to be out in the world kissing everybody to to show signs like it can just be a mental thing that you've been hiding and suppressing forever in your body i remember like just trying to i'm pleading i've never pleaded in my life but i'm like mom please understand me like this is who i am i i really need you to be okay with it because i can't handle if you're not okay with it and she's just screaming at me she's just like you're not bisexual you're just being rebellious oh you're such a rebel and at a certain point when i was crying she started actually mocking me going oh amanda you're such a rebel oh you're such a rebel you're bisexual and it was just the worst moment of my one of the worst moments of my entire life and i was i've never cried so hard in my life i was crying to the point where i was gasping for air cuz i was just pleading and begging my mother to understand and it actually wound up with her she forbid having my girlfriend come to the house or even near the house and she just didn't want to talk to me uh, because she didn't believe me and she was angry at me and um, that's one of the main reasons why me and my girlfriend did break up there were other reasons but I didn't want to put her through that because my mom would would say horrible things about her and she would accuse um, my girlfriend of trying to taint my relationship with my mother um, that she was whispering stuff in my ear to, cause you know, my girlfriend didn't have a mother. My girlfriend was abandoned by her mother at like 10 years old. So I always try to tell my mom, like, why would she want to soil our relationship? We have something that she doesn't. She wants to be close to our family cause she doesn't really have one to begin with. And, you know, just trying to be rational. You know, I, I think when people get this angry, they're not rational. Um, again, I'm, I'm not bashing my mom. I'm just speaking the truth on what happened. And yes, yeah, she used to, she used to accuse my girlfriend of, of telling me to, you know, s- telling things about my mom that's trying to soil the relationship. She, she would accuse her of trying to take, take me away from her. And my dad came up to my room one night and he was like, listen, I accept you for whatever you are. Um, but mommy's just having a, uh, a hard time with it. And I was like, thank you. But, um, I don't care if mommy's having a hard time with it. She doesn't treat people like that. And especially not her daughter. And I don't want to speak to her until she has her senses come back about her and she treats me with some respect. You don't talk to somebody like that. So yeah, she was outing me to family members. She, our relationship, I had no relationship with my mom. Every day I walked in the house, I didn't feel welcome. I felt like my mom hated me. And it got to a point where I actually wound up on the floor one night crying. Um, and I actually wound up calling the Trevor Project. Um, and this is kind of where I wanted to end things off. Obviously, I'm going to finish the story, but the Trevor Project um, is a wonderful, wonderful organization. Not sponsored. I I don't even need a sponsorship. I don't want money from them because they, they really helped me. They, they saved my life. They are a hotline for LGBTQ youth. Um, they are a suicide hotline, but they are also there just to talk if you're in distress. Um, I wasn't suicidal. I was just in horrible distress. You know, you live in a house where you don't feel welcome. You feel like you you lost a parent. You feel disowned by your mother. Um, And really all you have is like your dad kind of who's trying to understand this, um, who really isn't home a lot because he had to provide for our family. That's not his fault whatsoever, but I know that he was there for me, but he's not really around that much. You really only have your dad sometimes and your girlfriend and all your friends don't live around there that accept you they don't live around you so you really only have your girlfriend so I remember calling them 
and it took me so many times to call them because I constantly was pressing the the button to call and then I always the minute they would say Trevor Project what's going on um and they say it in such a sweet voice I would always hang up I remember talking to them and the guy I wish I could remember his name so I asked him his name and I don't remember very very different name but um I remember calling them and they talked me through it and made me feel so much better and they actually gave me the, the advice of if you're able to leave leave the house move out still keep a relationship but move out because this is not a safe space and I remember one time I went with my girlfriend and we actually booked a hotel room and again I lied to my family because I didn't not only did I not feel safe I with my mom knowing I I didn't feel respected so I didn't feel the need to respect my mother back by telling her the truth so I told her I was at a friend's house they find out um, that I'm at a hotel, and they call me, and they find out where I am, and I tell them I'm not coming home. I, I already booked this place. You know, like, I'm staying with my girlfriend. I'm, 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 an, I'm an adult, and, you know, I'm even throwing the argument that I can't get pregnant because she's a woman, and, you know, my mom's screaming at me, and my dad is telling me to come home, and um, that's when I threatened to move out of the house. I was like, I can't. I was just such in an emotional state. You know, it was kind of like, it wasn't just because of them telling me to come home. It was just all the distress just coming down on me that night. Like, I was just trying to have a good night with my girlfriend and, and be with her through all this shit. And then it was just like that one last straw that just set me off. I was like, I don't want to be home anymore. I swear to God, I'm going to move out. I remember saying that. I swear to God, I'm going to move out. And I said it to my dad on the phone. And I, and I want to make it clear, I, wa- I was going to move out be- solely because of my mother, not anyone else. I love my father very much, and he, he was with me from the beginning. He supported me from the beginning. And I remember crying because my dad said, if you move out, you will break my heart. Please do not do that. And my dad is my best friend, so that made me feel horribly guilty. And I said, you got to fix mom, because if you don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, and i got to leave, because I cannot mentally handle this anymore I'm crying all the time I'm under such mental distress and I don't feel welcome in the house and I feel like my mother hates me fix her straighten her out or I'm fucking leaving and I will still talk to you but I will never talk to mom again I will maintain a relationship with dad with you dad and and Michael who's my brother um I will not speak to her I will only talk to you and I will move out I and they were like where and my mom I remember yelling in the background, she's like, yeah, good luck, you couldn't survive on your own, where the hell are you gonna go anyway, and I go, I wouldn't care where I had to go, I have multiple friends at work that have offered me a place in their house, because I'd rather sleep on someone's couch than deal with your shit, it took a while, but eventually my dad, you know, started talking to my mom, my, my family started talking to my mom, my cousin started talking, my, my uncle started talking, and we found out that she was just having a really hard time, obviously, handling it, and she felt offended because the whole family knew before her, you know, as far as cousins and my uncle and, and my, my um, you know, all the extended family. And, you know, she was just thinking that it's not natural, and, you know, it took years of working on it with her and but eventually especially once I broke up my girlfriend I actually wound up moving to Ireland for a little bit to study abroad once I came back she was much better I really just think we needed that space apart um and I really think that my dad just needed that empty house to kind of really knock some sense into her like metaphorically obviously but um 
be like, hey, you're going to lose your daughter if you don't knock it off. And you better learn to accept her. Otherwise, she's leaving. Like, she's not fucking around. She will leave if you do not straighten yourself out. So, yeah. Um, and now I'm, you know, that was when I was 20. I'm 22 now. And me and my mom's relationship is really good. I, I won't say it's the same. Um, I love her so much. I love her with all my heart. She's there for me through everything. Um, there are times when when that trauma still does come up in arguments and, and we'll have a spat about it. But, you know, I don't think I'll ever fully heal from it, but I will say my mom's definitely making up for it. And she has recently told me that, you know, whoever you decide to marry and whoever you decide to be with, you know, it's what makes you happy. Um, and I thanked her profusely for that. So, yeah, it takes a lot of work. And I just thought I'd share my story because, one, I feel like I've made a safe platform to share this because I've never shared this entire story with anybody. Like, you guys just got the whole story. I've only really shared bits and pieces to people. And that when it comes to you coming out or somebody else coming out, do not out them. If you find out somehow before they tell you, act like you don't know anything. Because it is such a delicate matter and such a scary journey for us that that respect and that boundary is needed. Yeah, and I just want to leave with some advice and some resources. You know, uh, like I said, the Trevor Project is a wonderful thing and they it's not just a line uh, a phone line it's also a uh, there's also a chat room a very safe chat room it's not sketchy whatsoever it was just forums and you could talk to people these people are wonderful and you could just talk to people that are just like you and they could give you advice on whatever you want and like you know you could post a question on there and people give actually like honest answers they're not just like spam and people telling you to go fuck yourself like on some chat rooms like like this is a safe place run by a wonderful organization so that's uh drebberproject.com uh is wonderful i definitely recommend that and their phone line is open 24 7 uh which their phone line is on their website yeah no you guys could always contact those if you're if you're questioning those websites there's the safe chat rooms and if you're thinking about coming out or you're not sure what you're doing you're questioning or something like that there's always someone who's gonna listen might not be a family member might not even be a friend when I felt like my own mother didn't care about me that person that I spoke to on Trevor Project Hotline cared about me the friends that I made on Trevor Trevor chat the chat room they were there for me you can always talk to someone and it's so important that people know that and that there's nothing wrong with you and people are going to some people will berate you and beat you down and make you feel like you're crazy or you're not natural it's not true and I need people to understand that that you're gonna be okay I went I was at a point where I was like I'm gonna have to cut ties with my own family and go out on my own at 19 years old with not a dollar in my pocket. I mean, I had I was making minimum wage at a waitressing job. I was going to lose my car because it was in my parents' name. I was going to lose going to college. And I was going to couch surf my friends' houses and, and, and live with my girlfriend. Because I couldn't put up with the verbal berating. And I couldn't put up with the atmosphere that I was in. It gets better. You know, three, two and a half, three years later... 
I have a good relationship with my mom. I, I have come out publicly. I, I took it back and I came out online and I, and I, and I talked about my story about being outed by my mother and took it back and came out on Instagram and really, you know, made the path for myself and, and labeled myself on my own terms. And I feel freer than ever and I wouldn't it was a traumatic it was the most traumatic experience I think I've ever gone through in my life thus far um but if I had to go through that hell again I would because it's so much better than being in the closet and just scared in a weird sense it's even scarier than being in a house that you don't feel like you belong in but no my house is great now and my family is there for me all the time and and um they accept me now and, and sometimes it just takes some work. So if you're if you have any more questions, honestly, I'm I am so free to answer them on not trying to promote or anything right now, you know, great time for a promo, but you know, um I am Sex Escape on Instagram at Sex Escape S E X U S C A P E. DM me. I am so okay with answering them and I will give you the best advice that I can. And I just want to leave you guys off with that because I feel like this is how I want to leave my college experience. You know, I want to just not leave partying and and drunk and like some people do. I want to leave giving some solid advice. It's 3.20 in the morning and I forgot to eat dinner. So I'm going to eat dinner. Um, It's going to make me gain a bunch of weight, but who cares? Um, I'm going to finish my milkshake. And this has been a great experience with you guys. And I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, All right. I love you guys.